Letter number 10. You have infinite worth. Torat Adam. My dear student, as we move from truth to humanity, from emet to Adam in our value system, we're moving from the roots to the tree, from the foundational axiomatic posture that nourishes us to the living animated creation that is supported by those roots, the self. College is one of the most formative times in shaping the self. This is precisely what we want you to do at Yeshiva University. We want you to see this as your time because our story of creation begins with the belief in your infinite worth. This is confirmed in a Mishnah that likens Hashem's work to that of a craftsman. Sha'adam tovea kamamat ba'ot b'chotem achad b'chulen domin zelazeh u'melech malcheam lachim akadosh baruchu tava kol adam b'chotemo sh'adam arishon when a person stamps several coins with one seal, they are all identical to one another. But the Supreme King of Kings, the Holy One, blessed be He, stamped all people with the seal of Adam, the first human, as all of them are his offspring. Yet not one of them is identical to another. Therefore, since all humanity descends from one person, each and every person is obligated to say, the world was created for me. Hashem has one mold. Yet every one of us has a different genetic makeup. The fact that we can be part of a species while retaining our individuality is extraordinary. Like this mission instructs, we want you to say the world was created for me while you are at yeshiva because you are one of God's precious creations. Ask yourself, what am I here to do? This is your time to discover your purpose and your gifts. This is not selfish. This is your world to build. You are here to do the important, sometimes difficult work of figuring out who you are, what you want to learn, what you want to do in the future, what you should look for in friends and a spouse, and where you will want to live. No one will know you better than you know yourself. Others will help you on this journey of self-knowledge, but only you can truly develop your identity. This means not always striving to fit in. It means not being afraid to stand out, to buck convention, or to break out of the mold. Trying to be like everyone else, especially religiously, is damaging to the precious neshama that is yours alone. This can lead to endless unhappiness. Even when you leave the safe confines of YU, select your career path, choose a spouse and a community, you may be tempted to go with the crowd and let the crowd make decisions for you. That would be a mistake. No one else can live your life, and you cannot live someone else's. One of our Roshay Yeshiva and a cherished personal mentor, Rabbi Meir Tversky, shared with me the thought that in our Yeshiva, we do not believe in a prefabricated, one-size-fits-all notion of Judaism. It's all too easy when you're developing yourself in a community to look at what others are saying and doing and to pattern yourself what you perceive is the norm. But these are only markers of possibility for you. You will have to listen, learn, and craft your own path. You are not here to imitate someone else. You are not a photocopy. I remember well Rabbi Lichtenstein addressing two arenas of halacha, what is chova obligatory and what is rishut permissible, as models of self-construction. In Jewish law, as in Jewish life, there are obligations and there are choices. The Talmud describes that there were sages who chose certain mitzvot in which they specialized and with which they were associated. Each of us 
should also have special mitzvot and areas in which we focus our learning and even favorite tefillot, prayers, that resonate with us more than others. These are hallmarks of the individual stamp and imprint we place on our Jewish lives. This imprint, this signature coin in the words of the Midrash, is ours to fashion. It is our reshut. And here, as in all arenas of life, balance is necessary. Too much focus on the self can generate narcissism and an inability to see and respond to the needs of others. I don't have to tell you that we live in a society focused on the individual. In our day, algorithms confirm and amplify our personal tastes and customize the method and content of the news we hear, the music we listen to, and how we shop. We have so many choices, too many choices, that focus on our very specific needs and desires. This emphasis on the self has also led to societal problems of self-absorption, boredom, and loneliness, what Robert Putnam referred to as bowling alone. Technology has been both a blessing and a curse in this regard. It has hyper-connected us, but it has also kept us overly attached to screens. Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs, in whose memory we dedicated Yeshiva University's Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs Herenstein Center for Values and Leadership, wrote often about the difficulty that all of these individual choices have caused. In The Dignity of Difference, How to Avoid the Clash of Civilizations, he writes, Never before have we been faced with more choices, but never before have the great society-shaping institutions offered less guidance on why we should choose this way rather than that. The great metaphors of our time, the supermarket, cable and satellite television, and the Internet, but before us a seemingly endless range of options, each offering the great deal, the best buy, the highest specification, the lowest price. But consumption is a poor candidate for salvation. I did not grow up in the age of cell phones and the Internet. The music I listened to was whatever my peer group listened to and what the music industry offered us. We all got our news from the same few sources, but times have changed. I'm conscious of the distractions and the noise that these new developments in technology have created and the intense focus on the self they promote. To this challenge, our tradition offers a twofold response. In the words of the great sage Hillel, If I am not for myself, who will be for me? And if I am only for myself, what am I? The first half of Hillel's statement highlights that our tradition values the individual. But there's a difference between society's notion of equal rights for each individual, which emerges from a sense of fairness, and our tradition's deep-seated belief that every individual is holy. Individual holiness is rooted in the notion of Tzalem Elohim. Each individual is created in God's image, and one's task in life is to nurture, actualize, and develop this holiness, the spark and the soul that was given to him or her. The movie Chariots of Fire, which was released in 1981, was based on the life of Eric Liddell, a Scottish runner who won gold medals in the 1924 Paris Olympics and tragically died in a Japanese internment camp in China before the conclusion of World War II. Liddell was born into a family of missionaries. In one scene in the movie, Eric's sister, who was always critical of him, confronts him and asks him why he is wasting his life running, when he too 
could take his place in the family as a servant of faith. Nadell was, in fact, a deep believer, but he tells his sister that he will return to his missionary work in China only after he competes in the Olympics. In the movie, these are the words he used to explain himself to his sister. I believe God made me for a purpose. He also made me fast. And when I run, I feel his pleasure. We each experience God's pleasure and presence differently. God takes pleasure in our individuality. Our goal at YU is to help you develop your way. For us, education is not just a window into the world. It is a light into your soul. What you study helps develop your whole personality. Maybe you too are a runner or an artist, educator, or healer. We are here to help you develop all aspects of yourself, to find the coin that is the currency of your life. We hope that the spirit of individuality will be reflected in your time here and permeate everything you do. At YU, you have ample opportunities to customize your education, to learn in small classes with individualized attention, and to get academic advisement and career counseling that is tailored to you. If you care to and make the effort, you will get to know our professors well and learn from them throughout your years here. They are role models of academic excellence. Ask them about their research interest as you form your own. If you need additional help in a subject, don't hesitate to ask. They are there for your intellectual growth. Make use of their office hours and develop relationships with them. This will enable them to know you well enough to advise you and write you letters of recommendation when it's time for your next chapter. And we have a vast array of Torah opportunities for you on campus, more than any other yeshiva or college in the world that are specifically tailored for each student. Every student can choose the customized path of Torah study, ranging from the foundations and fundamentals in our JSS Machina program, for those without a strong Jewish studies background, to the advanced Talmud Tanakh and Halacha Shiurim on both of our campuses. You have powerful Jewish role models on campus in our rabbis and Jewish educators, as well as the students in our Jewish professional graduate programs. They have chosen to deepen their Jewish learning and commitment, some to pursue careers in Jewish service, and others for the simple pleasure they take in learning. Sanctifying the self is the essence of Torah Adam, the infinite worth and distinctiveness of every human being. This is a foundational pillar of who we are. Internalizing this belief naturally leads to the second half of Hillel's statement, and the second part of our response to the challenge that is posed by modernity's excessive notion of the self. If I am only for myself, what am I? Because we believe in the dignity of every life, we must treat everyone with dignity. Just as you were created in the image of God, so is your roommate, the woman working the register at the cafeteria, and your political science professor. We believe in human majesty, and we value the individual and creative talents that enable us to partner with God. That means we believe that someone else has this same majesty, and it is our job to discover it. It sounds obvious, but it's not always obvious in reality. Every single person on our campus must be treated with this kind of respect. 
This is what it means to create a sanctified community. It brings me joy when I see our students walk over to a YU employee with a friendly hello, or when a new student who feels lonely is met with a kind, embracing smile. We are here to create community. Each of us as holy coins stamped with God's presence and our own uniqueness. Once you value yourself, you are better positioned to value others. This capacity for responsiveness to others is what we call Torah Chesed, a core value we'll discuss in greater depth later. Your college years are a time to build your character, to figure yourself out, and to stand before big life decisions. It's also a time of great possibility and important questions. Who am I? Who do I want to be? Where am I in my religious journey? These questions echo what we learn in Pirkei Avot, Ethics of the Father. Know from where you came to where you are going and before whom you are destined to give an account and reckoning. As you embark on this voyage, keep in mind the words of Rabbi Salavechik about the importance of staying true to yourself and not trying to imitate others. Rabbi Salavechik once said, I may have very few good traits, but one trait which I do possess is my inability to imitate anyone else. I always want to be myself and to display my unique dignity of having been created in the image of God. The glory of the individual is exemplified by the singularity of every human being. This concept is the motto of my life. The Rav believed that this emphasis on individuality is the essence of a yeshiva university education and a way that yeshiva is distinctive. When the Rav came to America, people advised him to fit in with societal norms, he said. He refused precisely because he understood that if he did that, he'd be compromising on his own unique and infinite worth. And I quote, I knew that I would lose my originality if I tried to be what I was not. I would lose my uniqueness and ultimately the divine image within me. I do not like to do what others can do better or just as well. I wish to do that which I am unique at. This is not an expression of haughtiness. No, it's a fulfillment of my intrinsic human dignity and individuality. We are here to help you fulfill your intrinsic human dignity and find your path. The questions you're asking now about yourself and your future are perfectly normal and part of the Torah Adam journey. Our faculty, Rabbeim, Ashkichim, and Jewish educators are here to talk to you. They care about your future, and they'll make time for you. Academic advising and the Shevet Glabach Center for Career Strategy and Professional Development are part of the support network of Torah Adam that we provide. We take pride in the hard work of our Office of Student Life. Our remarkable YU Counseling Center is here for you when you want to talk and when you need to talk. If you are in pain, know that your pain is our pain. You are not alone. Please know that we're here for you. The Rav understood that yeshiva can assist students in their pursuit of Torah Adam. As he wrote, this school is unique and it's imbued with the honor and dignity of man created in the image of God. This is the secret of my love for and commitment to the yeshiva. If I could speak to the Rav today, I would tell him that it is no secret. Here at Yeshiva University, we are committed to facilitating your unique development. Best wishes in your travels, 
Ari Burns.